Good to see you, Cozy Zone friends. Ben Weber here. Thank you so much for the outpouring of love and support for my very extra special baby welcome episode of Cozy Zone. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and liking and commenting and Facebooking and Instagramming. Today, I have made another Cozy Zone for you, and this one is also extra special. Jonathan Marbley at Johnny Marbles on Twitter, J-O-N-N-Y-M-A-R-B-L-E-S, comedian, collaborator, friend, and actor from the hit shows, from all those hit shows like House of Cards, Broad City, Inside Amy Schumer, Manuscripts Don't Burn, and Falcor is my guest this week. You're about to hear the world premiere of a condensed Cozy Zone edited for the most efficient cozy consumption. Dear ones, enjoy episode 54, John Marbley in Madison Square Park. This is my first interview post-election day. Yeah. Johnny. Mine uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this woman has New Balance shoes. Oh, those are controversial right That's now. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know, they really just shouldn't have stepped in it. Uh, pun intended. They really shouldn't have... They, oh, no, no they, better they pun did. intended. They did Boy, step, did in step in it. <laughs> they stepped in it. New balance. Boy, we did they step stepped in it. in it. Yeah. What shape are your creative impulses taking, John? Honestly? Yeah. Nothing right now. <laughs> Come on. Come on. There's got to be something. You were telling me, you were telling me uh, your, about your visit to Papyrus today. Oh, I wrote a letter to Hillary Clinton, a thank you letter? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't very creative, though. It was very... Um, you don't think so? No, no. I just poured it. What did poured out? I told her a little story. Okay. And I uh, I told her... Uh, I told her I, I look forward to hopefully having a daughter one day and teaching her about her. That's really sweet. Isn't that sweet? That's so sweet. Because, you know, when I don't know if anyone has ever tried to write a president, but <laughs> the second you sit down and do it, you want to impress them. Of course. But after after trying to do that for a while, I thought, you know what? I'm not going to impress. Like, what are the odds? You know what I mean? Yeah. She's going to get a million of these, maybe. Yeah. So then I just wrote a card. It's nice. It's, I think it's a really nice gesture. I mean, it yeah. probably feels good for you. What am I going to knock her socks off? And she's going to be like, Bill, Bill, you come in here. Chelsea, everyone, get son-in-law coming here. They're all they're on, all in this compound. They're yeah. all in the same place. Yeah, they're all at uh, Camp the, David the too. Camp <laughs> <laughs> you have to see this letter from a guy, <laughs> from a thirty-three-year-old liberal <laughs> in New York. We haven't heard from them, right? Yeah, look at this letter. It's I think he, I think he's really following his creative impulses. This yeah. guy's—he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> He doesn't give a shit what people think about him. Yeah, it's a very tempered, sweet letter. <laughs> uh, John, I want to officially welcome you to your cozy zone. Thank you. Um, w- can you tell us about where we are right now? We're in Madison Square Park in New York City. The zip code is 10010. We're facing east. We're on the west rim of the park. Broadway's behind us. Madison's in front of us. 
The Empire State Building is almost directly to our left. It's purple tonight. Yeah, which means something. Yeah. I don't know what. Can someone look that up real fast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, call call us. (laughs) 414-52. That's it. That's it. I've been getting a lot of, not a lot, two people have written me Facebook messages. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, which is really nice. I get those sometimes. Yeah, uh, but spe- uh, specifically around the podcast. So that's like my big like media impact. Right, yeah. Is, a, is like two two to three Facebook messages. That's fantastic. And it feels really good. That's, um, that's like 200% more communication that I, I usually receive. I always ask for it, but... Um, you know, I don't know. I, th- I, there's a lot. There's a lot of growth that I feel like needs to happen right now. Uh, for myself, for personally, nationally, right. internationally, right. spiritually. Sure. Um, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Shake Shack, which is directly in Shake front Shack's of us. Shake Shack's directly across from us. It's a beaut- It's one of the most beautiful burger restaurants in the world. Maybe. Amen. This cha- this particular. Yeah location yeah in the park there's all these twinkle lights i mean look we're surrounded by buildings yeah i've had many memorable nights in this park yeah you were telling me what yeah what I, happened I here broke up with an ex-girlfriend over the phone up up over there where were you calling to um can you say i think uh yeah i mean who would who's who's connecting the dots some freak stalker who yeah, I don't know you're right i yeah no not I'm a lot of target people. a barely successful character Jesus <laughs> <laughs> together the guy wouldn't even cover one wall with with clippings <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd still have a small stack on his desk he wouldn't even have cause to put it on the wall yet <sighs> there's no dots to connect yeah <clears throat> okay so I was where calling are you calling to uh washington dc i believe oh timely yeah well oh yeah right yeah that's where it all it was a political breakup yeah was, <laughs> yeah i believe it no, yeah, I did it, uh, I think after, I used to work around here. I used to walk into the park and breathe. <laughs> Look at the pigeons. My two favorite parks in the city, I'd say, are uh, Bryant and Madison. Mm. Because they're Madison Square, because they're both surrounded by tall buildings. They're, yeah. it, 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 they're such aggressive oases. Yes. That's there's, like there's no mistaking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like, like Central, I don't like the ramble in Central Park where... It tricks you into thinking you're in the wilderness because I don't like the wilderness. Really? No. You you're an urban man. I'm an urban man. That's why we're outside <laughs> on the park bench. Yeah, in grit in public. Yeah. Uh, we know we're not getting lost. People are going to keep eyes on us this whole time. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get disappeared. No. No. Not yet. Not yet. Um, John, I wanna I wanna extend my gratitude to you for uh. The evening we shared, I, I believe about a week ago, um, we went to French Roast mm-hmm. with our, our friend Brett Oresco, mm-hmm. whose, uh, whose birthday it is today. Wow, that's very, very thoughtful. That's very true. Happy birthday, Brett. Happy birthday, Brett. This is going to air nowhere near your birthday. <laughs> but know that in this moment, we were thinking of you, and that, that is captured now for internet perpetuity. Yeah. But so, John, you and I and Brett... Uh, created a um, most excellent piece <laughs> of, of downtown theater of downtown theater comedic downtown theater that really you know really really uh, pushed the boundaries of what art is what like how how language works and how language and thought 
uh, dance together, you know. Uh, and it was about it was about uh, evil CEOs who lived in the middle of the earth and who held the world for ransom. They called themselves Falcor. Um, and so anyway, we got together and. Um, yeah, we would it, uh, meet at French Roast uh, every some Tuesdays, maybe Tuesdays at like eleven thirty p.m. <laughs> and we would eat we would eat a two course meal. <laughs> it was the most decadent writing process was, I've ever been a part of. Yeah. It was a joy. It was a joy. I think about it often. It was the writing process. Uh, I, I mean, steak sandwiches. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember I, I, I could steak frites sometimes. Of course, yeah. And and the um, the product was very um, you know you know it was it was fun. I'm proud we did it. I am too. It's one of my um, it's one of the most often cited things I've created. I would say by wow. by me. Oh, that's that's really sweet. Because it was it just really went for something. Yeah. And uh, it achieved it. I would say. Yeah. For the twelve people that were there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was cool to do something at the Bowery Poetry Club. Yeah, it was. Which I think is gone now, right? It, well, it's changed. It's changed. Uh, what, so have we. Yeah. 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 <laughs> do you think people say that about us? That we've changed? Yeah, we've I gentrified or we've... Uh, you know, I'm, it's hard to say. Uh, who's even... You're right. I don't know. Who's paying attention? Yeah. I don't know if they're saying that. That guy. That so. one guy. That one guy. <laughs> who's going to connect the dots. Messengers yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Falcor was a great experience. I bet we spent more at French Roast writing it than we did producing the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Quite no. possibly. Uh, absolutely. I'm surprised. Like, I look a little Middle Eastern. I was about to say. But, like, no one ever bothers me. You don't look enough, I think. I know. Yeah. Except on 9-11. I flew <laughs> on 9-11 this year. This year. 9-11, oh. 2016. <laughs> um, and they were like, sir, we need to... Uh, touch your penis <laughs> wait really oh yeah they were like they were very there's like the uh you we can't there's some like uh there's uh, some blockage around your penis we're gonna need to touch it oh good for you yeah and yeah. so i was like well <laughs> that's fantastic all right, thank you yeah that blockage is eight more inches of pipe <laughs> <laughs> you got a plumber in here <laughs> you guys don't know what you're dealing with <laughs> yeah their fears were assuaged by your uh suede shoes <laughs> In pattern socks? No, no, no. Your your footwear is impressive. Thanks. Yeah, and I'm and playful and whimsical and a lot of fun. I've noticed we've seen each other twice now. Yeah, since I've been in town. Yeah, I've, I've noticed your feet twice. Yeah. Well, uh, you've caught me in some good feet days. Oh, I see. Genres. like I yeah. See. I was in a meeting and then you know so I I taught uh, some some kids at Lexington School for the Deaf. And uh, wore my shoes, and they were very uh, uh, surprised by my pink shoelaces. I'm wearing blue shoes and pink oh, that's right. Yeah. So, John, you're um, you're you're up to a lot of things. Uh, I, you might be one of uh, my more famous friends, actually. Do you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you how many times I've been recognized. Tell me. Uh, by people I don't know at all. Yeah. Including <clears throat> one email I got. And a few Facebook messages were... T- I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating in either direction. I would say maybe 10 to 15 times. That seems like a lot. That seems like something to hang your head on. Yeah, it's uh, a little fun. So what are, they, what are they going to recognize you from? Uh, well, when ha- well, it was uh, 
House of Cards, yeah. and Broad City, and Amy Schumer all came out at the same time. And amazing. I yeah. I had one scene in each. That's so amazing, John. And that that got a you know that that certainly got three or four people talking right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty. That's like super great. How do you feel about that? Like, is it just no big deal? You're just working. You're just like. Put no, your nose to the ground. It's a thrill. It's yeah. A thr- of course, when you're doing it, it's a thrill. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's a thrill. Every 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 uh, gig is a thrill. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. You know, especially all that when it's whenever it's your first mm. doing some kind of specific thing. You know. Yeah, like House of Cards. I went to another town. I went to Baltimore. So yeah. That was my first time doing that. For a gig. Were you, were you talking about deep internet? What was the... The deep web. The deep yeah. web. That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so when was the first time you got out of the friend zone? With uh, my neighbor. Okay. She uh, seduced me. Wow. Mm-hmm. How old are you? 17. Wow. Yeah. And you're, you're from Ohio. Yeah, but I went to high school in Japan. Okay. Yeah. So, so this was taking place in Japan? Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what? Tell me a little bit about that. What? What is that? Was she Japanese? Nope. Uh, oh. <laughs> ben, what, what is this? Nineteen uh, twenty-five here? <laughs> no, no. She was. She wasn't Japanese. No, we we didn't. Uh, we didn't go on a sushi date. We didn't. Uh, but this. But this did take place in Japan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so where were you living? She might have been Japanese. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> you were living in the uh, Americans Only quarter? No, no, we actually weren't. We were one of the few families that wasn't, which was very satisfying looking back. Okay. I'm very thankful for that. We were living uh, in the city. Of Tokyo? No, of no, Japan no. town. smaller city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Japan, San Francisco. <laughs> Japan. <laughs> Japan, Francisco. <laughs> uh. Oh, um, it was called uh, Sanomiya in the city of Kobe, where the beef is from. Okay. So you were living in a house. You were living in a building. Apartment. An apartment. apartment building. And so Small apartment building. Probably uh, 15 units, maybe. Okay. So was this... Four floors. Was this neighbor in your building? Yeah. She lived across the hall. Okay. And it was an open layout. Okay. What it does w- that mean? Uh, like no walls? <laughs> Yeah, it was a compound. Every, it was a hippie. It was everyone, a it was like yeah. to maximize productivity. <laughs> um, no, it means the hallways were open. There were there were a lot of parts that were just sort of open to the air, the outside. So basically, I could see people coming and going from the elevator from yeah. my bedroom. I wow. had big windows. Okay, so you had your neighbor. So uh-huh. how did she discover you? We were classmates. Ah, yeah. At the at the school. Yeah, we went to an international school. I was a senior. She was a junior. Oh, oh, excuse me. (laughs) John, this is, uh, you're you're really making my night. You're really brightening, brightening my day. Because I loved that stupid joke (laughs) so hard. Yes. (laughs) How did she seduce you, John? I don't remember. Come on. But we would just talk through my window, you know? Okay. Sort of, I guess, like Romeo and Juliet. I guess. Except we were lateral. It wasn't a... You weren't... It wasn't a balcony situation. Right, right. We were at the same level. And, and uh, there was a pool room in the basement. Uh, like an exercise billiards? room okay. attached to a, a swimming pool. Okay, a swimming so pool. So yeah. once, you know, uh, we went down there and uh, switched a little. Okay. 
Yeah, and then we started doing that a lot. Not a lot, but a handful of times. Nice. Anything? Like, ah, this is uh, this is romance. That's lovely. Yeah. And anything more? Not really. Why, why are men so afraid of feeling, John? What are we afraid of? Or I'm not afraid. I'm, I'm not, I am afraid of. I feeling. mean, I'm a little, of course. Yeah. 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 I think because it looks weak. Yeah. To quote Tony Soprano, whatever happened to the Gary Cooper, the strong, silent type. Uh, uh, He's so full of wisdom. I love that show so much, John. I, would do, I wish I had a little handbook of all of his thoughts so I could walk around and refer to it <laughs> for my life because everything he said honestly made so much sense. I love I, that show. I would I would rewatch it like starting tonight probably. It, it was I such a. I rewatch it once a year. On, that's a on really average. And I skip things. I skip the ugh all the comas. Oh, and then when he does peyote, it's like I love. I think the dream stuff was fascinating and like boundary pushing. And yeah. So interesting, but I don't, I don't enjoy watching that more than once. You know. Sure. I've always had a full time job in the technology field. Yeah, and you are also like a working actor and comedian. Yeah, yeah, I'm working on the comedian thing, but yeah. That's that's like that's big, John. Like that's uh, how do you like how do you. Hold it all together. How do I do it? How do you Isn't do that it? the question? Yeah, it is the question. Um, I don't know. Software's flexible. It's okay. a flexible day job. Yeah. And uh, what, what do you do? Like what? Like I, we were goofing about like how I thought you did PDFs. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I used you. to do PDFs. Yeah. But you were talking about it like I was a tailor or something, <laughs> <laughs> working, working on documents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I. Uh, you know, you write. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. You write, uh, you, you, you write code. You talk to whoever you're building the thing for, okay. and you figure out their needs, and then you devise algorithms, and then you implement them. Yeah, but like, what is the nature of these? Like, what what kinds of stuff do you do? Do you do like seamless apps? Like seamless the food ordering <laughs> yeah. website? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I've made a bunch of apps for them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Seamless has a ton of apps. I've built half of them, I'd say, at least. At least half. I, I would say I've built at least half of Seamless's apps. Yeah, because uh, it's Seamless Yahoo, Nighttime. I've built Yahoo's. Apps. I've built a <laughs> they have like six apps. Yeah, the Netflix Yah- app. I've Yahoo built all those. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I, I work, I'm a software programmer for the New York Times. You build like the infrastructure. Yeah, exactly. Of, like, infrastructure. Uh, yeah. Bingo. Nice. The, the, like, digital storytelling infrastructure. Oh, Ben? I honestly couldn't have said it better myself. Beautiful. You work flexibly. You don't even live in New York City. Correct. Where do you live? I live in Los Angeles, California. So what's going on in L.A.? Uh, L.A. is an awful, awful city. But let me tell you a trick for living there. Okay. Treat it like you're a tourist. Okay. And it becomes a lot of fun. Until you run out of things. When Hollywood was formed as Hollywood in like 1910 or whatever, it was founded on, like when the modern history of that city began, um, it was founded on Hollywood, on on movie business, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, because filmmakers all lived in New York. This great migration of people moving from New York to Los Angeles started all the way at the beginning, and uh, they needed more sunlight to make their pictures. Right. So they moved to Hollywood. Wow. So that city, as we know it, literally came out of that original thing. Yeah. So it's always been a town built on show business. And it's always been a town of broken dreams. And of people going out there trying to make something happen and then failing, which is cool in a way. It is it's cool. also one dream. 
Yeah. And then before that, it was the gold rush. Right. Which was also bringing people to California, Northern California. Yeah. And their dreams were broken, too. Yeah. So the state has always just attracted people with dreams and then destroyed them upon their arrival. I like that, John. Which is sort of... Inter- like, it's romantic in a way. It is. Are you planning to, like, put down roots there? I hope not, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, because you are you are in a relationship, a long-distance relationship. I'm in a long-distance relationship. Um, with, uh, actually, a, a co-worker of mine. Indeed. Um, but that's not how we met. No. How did you meet? A New Year's Eve party. Nice. Yeah. That's very auspicious. I feel like New Year's Eve parties are generally challenging. Yeah, as was this one. Okay. Until uh, uh, I was introduced to her. That's so hit it off. That's so nice. What what happened? I don't remember, but somehow we started talking. I think it was when um, we started talking about the Coney Island Freak Show. Okay. And she'd never seen it, but she was very curious about it. And I used to love going to that thing. Oh, Donnie Vomit, the whole crew. <laughs> what is what is Donnie Vomit? Donnie Vomit was the stage name of uh, the MC there. Oh my God! And he would, uh, you would do the main trick. The uh, I don't know what they call them, but the tricks where they put different things in their uh, head orifices. Mm, yeah. You know their ears, their nose, their mouth, uh-huh. like a drill, a nail. Okay. A drill bit. I mean. Yeah. Nail, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I used to love the love that show. Yeah. Uh, and we started talking about that, and then, you know, one thing led to another, and uh, we really hit it off, swapped uh, information. And uh, we saw Frozen a week later yeah. on a whim. Oh, man. And I ha- oh, I hated it. I hated every second of it. Yep. And uh, she liked it, but didn't love it. And, uh, you know, now we're uh, going out. <laughs> That's nice, John. What, so how, do you keep it, how do you keep it going long distance? What, it, what, are, the, what are the tips? You yeah. fly a lot. Yeah. Here's a tip. Fly a lot. Okay. <laughs> See them once a month at least. Okay. Um, ideally. Okay. Don't feel like you have to talk every day. Okay. Necessi- like, don't lock into things you have to do. Okay. And ideally, I think it really only works if both parties uh, feel like they have an active life that doesn't include the person as well. Sure. Uh it doesn't work, I think, for more codependent types of relationships because that obviously then that would be very hard, I think. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we're both very independent, but also when we're together, we're, you know, we're more not codependent, but I don't know. We rely on each other more, but uh, mm-hmm. we're also self-reliant that way and uh, we both have things going on. So our days aren't about just connecting at some point, you know? There's there's fullness, there's richness yes. that surrounds you and, and holds holds you, holds the relationship. Uh, ben, I throw paint on the wall and you turn it into a masterpiece. Bless you, John. Blessings, Ben. Where do you find the most calm in in your like in your life? Where have you felt the most calm? That's that's what I want to ask. Church service. Mm. Makes me feel at ease. Oh man! Or really, just being in any state of uh, if I, uh, I'll just go there. Any state of a focused praying or anything like that makes me feel very uh, at ease. I love, and this is maybe one of my cozy zones outside. But I, nothing I like more than just hanging out on the street, like after a thing, mm-hmm. 
when mm. everyone has to go. Oh, yeah. But you just keep talking, and like an hour uh, goes by, and you're just joking around. Oh, that's nice, John. That's, those are my two tranquil moments. The, okay. This is great. This is great. So so you, you have like a, like a pretty earnest relationship with religion. Oh, indeed. Yeah. Why can't I have an earnest relationship with everything? I don't know about that. Really? Maybe. I mean, I, you know. Well, tell me. Uh, but but I think maybe maybe religion is I, I I'm I it strikes my fancy because I I don't share that experience. Oh, there really? I heard I heard that. <laughs> oh oh gosh. <laughs> I heard that. Oh. Um. <laughs> um. And I mean it. It sounds like. Can you can you tell me like are there are there are there aspects? <laughs> oh, sorry guys. <laughs> are there aspects of like. Uh, the liturgy, like, are there particular psalms? Are there particular prayers that, like, really, I don't know, that are touchstones for you? I like communion. Okay. Not to not, like, non, uh, you know, when you do it in, like, a non-denominational church, as they call it, it's I'm, very, uh, do, never, do go at your own. I've it's never done communion. I don't feel very, uh at ease in ceremonial ones because okay. they stress the logistics stress me out what is like the what is your relationship with the metaphor of it like body of Christ blood of Christ not literal but symbolic certainly uh-huh. the sacrifice yeah the appreciation of that uh, the <clears throat> reliance on something bigger because I don't know much about Jesus um, and what I do know is very impressive right so <laughs> You know, it's he's got a, a good resume. He's got a good resume. He's a sweet man. You know, he's a sweet, loving man. Yeah. Um, that I feel like isn't often highlighted in sort of the loudest representatives oh, of religion. Not. Nothing infuriate Christians do the worst job promoting Christianity. I feel like, yeah, especially around election season. Yeah, it's infuriating. Yeah, because Jesus Christ, like, was quite like you know he's quite loving and quite accepting absolutely and, and like we you know a, a good example of how we should all strive to be a hundred percent yeah and i you know filled a I, lot of notebooks too oh my god oh my god that have stood the test of time yeah yeah absolutely a lot of notebooks yeah more of his people filled those sure, notebooks sure. but uh, you know he had a lot of great things to he say he dictated yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter take a note <laughs> <laughs> um, but in your like do you find do you know people in your church community here and in LA well I gotta tell you Ben I haven't been very good about building a little church community in LA, I'm a very so I'm very stealthy. Mm-hmm. This is something I've been trying to work on because I think I would like to reinject myself into yeah. that world in a sure, way. Sure. In a way, yeah. But uh, I'm a very stealthy churchgoer. What's for you? I sneak in ten minutes late, uh-huh. so that I I try to avoid the handshaking if I can. Yeah, because it makes me anxious. Peace be with you. Well, yeah, because it's like, and well, as are you. we going to talk? Or, like, why? You know, what is this? Are we going to talk after? Maybe. But no, we're not. Okay. Or I'm not at least. Sure. <laughs> I wish but, I was the guy who would. Because, but that's interesting because you don't want to talk after church, but you do want to talk after show. That's true. Which is your second, like, most, like, tranquil scenario. Yeah, there's nothing like right out. Or, or that chill time in the green room. Yeah. Love. 
But so, but church sounds like it's just for you, and it's just sort of a, a way to sort of That's connect. Where I'm at now, yeah. Connect to to the, the bigger things. Yeah, the higher power. The higher power. The tradition. Your ancestors. John, I, I don't know. Uh, so you you've listened to some cozy zones before, and so you might know that I am a, a representative uh-huh. of uh, a foundation called the Cozy Zone Foundation. I. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, well, so that means you've never listened all, all the way, the way to the through. End. That's true. Um, <laughs> which is fine. You I know. haven't. Uh, but now, now that you're uh, you're going to do the little game that we do. Oh no. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, but you'll you'll probably you can listen to some of the end and you see what what else yeah, people absolutely. come up with. So the idea is the Cozy Zone Foundation um, gets. Uh, money from all sorts of, of people. They have a lot of money. And they are able to, in, in fact, or essentially, give um, a, uh, an artist pair unlimited funds to realize a collaboration. An artist pair? An artist pair. So two people. Two people. And these, these two people that we're going to be working with today, Johnny, is you and me. So, okay. So if we had unlimited funds, what would we make? Together. Together. And the idea is so sweet. We have to right. So we have to come up with a premise. And we have to come up with the the name. Have you implemented any of the ones you've come up with? No. <laughs> is that because they're too grand? Because we have unlimited funds? They're very grand. They're very grand. Um, but I have like I have a desire to, you know, play at fulfilling them in some way. Yeah, because yeah, Because I've, right, I've right. generated so many. The you know? spirit of them, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or like a rendering or something, but uh, I haven't done that yet. So, but it is something that I would love to do, um, and then maybe we can discuss how that might happen. Boy, Ben, what, what, is, what a question! Yeah, yeah, man. I, I'm curious. Yeah, like what? Love old Hollywood. You love old Hollywood. You love broken dreams. I love broken dreams. Yeah, John. really. I do. I love. I love the sort of concept of failure. Yeah. There's something very. I I think that might be a, a interesting place to begin. Yeah, um, right. Uh, but not even as a way of making... I'm not even interested in f- in the failure mm. as much as what comes out of it. So, like... You know the, what I mean? The, what do you do to reckon with, like, this time and space? Like, you've, you've, you've decided to be in this place, and, yeah, like, you cited the, the antique cars and the, and the like, funny right. lawn sculptures. Right. So what do you do, like... That, yeah, like I wonder, so we, like what what comes from, yeah, what comes out of failure? Like you have to survive. I mean, you don't have to, but like you, there there is a, a human um, tenacity. There is. To keep moving forward, right. to not let That's right. failure crush you. That's 100% right. Because um, what is failure anyway? It's just not living up to expectations you set for yourself. Right. Right. Which might have been unreasonable in the first place. Yes. Yes. We, like, commission some sort of building or, like, complex uh, with, like, maybe it's a performing arts complex. <laughs> and we, we like, the money just stops. Like, we can only, oh. we can only finish, we only finish you it my mind. halfway. Oh, my gosh. Ben, 
You re- so you were thinking well, I was about, about that? to say, I feel like this project is doomed to fail. Yeah. And then you built that into it. Well, right. But, I mean, we, you know, if, if the th- nice thing about the foundation is that we, if we wanted. Yeah, I think the nice thing about the foundation is you get half of it every time you do one of these things. Well, no, but it goes to the project. It, it goes <laughs> to the project. goes to the project. We're going to collaborate again with two people. <laughs> I, of course, will be a full partner. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about the, uh, the ethics of that. No, no. What's your idea? Yeah, all right. Let's do that together. That'll be perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just embezzle another. <laughs> my God, yeah, I. Th- yeah, it's a nice racket you set up. For yeah, the soul. trustees, my imaginary <laughs> trustees, uh, have called me into a meeting. Oh. Um, an artistic pair. Let's say, oh, I don't know. For example, okay, me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. At least for now. At least for now. Until we find, you know, until we find a pair. Let's just say me and. Uh, okay, you. Sure. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, John. All right. So you like my ruin, my my uh, I do, arts, I do. my arts complex ruin. Wow. So so we have we do we we set ourselves one one budget, a limited budget, um, to build this arts complex, and we make sure that we can only it only it, <laughs> the budget's too small. The, to bu- the budget's too small to finish it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then, so then the second phase of the project yeah, is is like dealing with the fallout, is dealing with the, the fallout. fallout. No, but listen, <laughs> but so, but what do you do? You have to like maybe it can't be an arts complex, or maybe it's not an arts complex, or maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. But, but like it, you know, it's like I I, I love those. Uh, well, what what like Earth after humans? You know, like we're all there. Like there's all these like trees growing out of the skyscrapers and shit. Like that would be very pleasant, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like right. a half-built. I'm thinking about like also thinking about your proclivity for like, oh, I'd like to be outside, but I like to be in the city. Right. So what if there were like, you know, it's like literally like, you know, fauna, flora, flora, and fauna maybe in the building. Yeah. Right, because it's like the New York Times. You know building. what's funny? This building almost sounds like my old apartment. Oh yeah. Well the. The hallways with, with the missing uh, oh, I see. walls. Right, right. They were they were walkways, outdoor yeah. walkways. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't know how I feel about f- fauna. Well, it's about framing failure. Like I, I don't, I, I'm uncomfortable with it. Okay. It's hard right now, Ben, to come up with an endeavor that doesn't have to do with something um, political to me. Well, that's that's real. Or something that's not going to improve lives. That's very real. Okay. You know? Yeah. So, so for example, so like democracy. I think a lot of people are walking around feeling a little frivolous about their endeavors right now. Oh, absolutely. So, okay. So, democracy is a failed dream. <laughs> wow. Right. Wow, indeed. Um, wh- it was a dream that our our founding fathers, who were very problematic, wanted for our country, <laughs> and it's over now. Yeah, um, sure. Or it's in it's it's in critical condition, and maybe has been for a long time. Probably has been for let's say it has been for a long time. Okay, so yeah, welcome back to the People's History of the United States podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be reading some more passages from the Founders' Notebooks. <laughs> we left off with the Christopher Columbus. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Zinnin? Zin. Howard Zinn. Howard Zinn. Howard Zinn. Yeah. Christopher Columbus notebooks. Um, Remember that? What? 
Christopher Columbus. His notebooks. They're no. in the book. Oh, no. it was a contra. To check it out. I will. Oh, you want to see a notebook? Yeah. Look at, look holy shit. Guys. Yeah, I gotta check it out. That's Dear great. Lord, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, thank you. Okay, so Ben <laughs> left his teacup on the ground, <laughs> and a, a park a park man with a claw came and picked it up, and I think. Uh, let me just guess what's going through your mind. You didn't intend to litter, and you're probably going to throw it out later. But now you feel like, yeah, you feel you feel like you were called out as a litterer, yeah, and forced this guy to do unnecessary work. Well, he, he, and his, his claw, his claw <laughs> came, like was very close to me. Very invasive. Very invasive. Yeah, you're right though. Well, I mean, I disagree with you that it's a failed proposition, but I see what you're saying. And I want people to have. I, I want people to feel their feelings and have dialogue with each other, right? Indeed. I'm, so I'm curious. I'm really curious about the half the country, half the eligible voters who didn't vote. Right. That's like that's a big curiosity for me right now. Like, why didn't you vote? What were you thinking? Where, like, where do you think you are? A lot of people don't think their vote matters. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think their vote doesn't matter because they don't. It's just hard for them to believe that one tiny contribution to a big thing has any effect. Some people don't believe it matters because they don't understand how the government affects their lives in a direct way. Yeah. Because it's never happened to them. Right. There's an urgent need for education. Uh, ben, this is literally exactly what I was thinking. Okay. So let's keep let's let's go on this. So how I do I want to educate liberals? All, yeah, we all need education. And what is your favorite way? How do you like to learn, John? Honestly, how I like to learn? Yeah. But it's a little boring. Well. I like to fall down K-holes on the internet. Okay. And do my own research. You, you like to... You like but it's s- so time-consuming. You like self-directed research. I do, yeah. And, and you, feel, you feel that that sort of fills you with the knowledge... It arms you with the knowledge that you want. Yeah, because once you look into every aspect you're curious about of a thing, mm-hmm. don't you feel empowered? Okay, the thing should be called Horse's Mouth. Horse's Mouth. I don't like uh, that name. Okay. This uh, is why we're here. This is yep. the fun of it. This is the fun of Having it. Having your idea shut down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Picture this. It's called, it's called free search. Okay. Free search. Okay. So um, we're we're in clusters of people in in various like uh, maybe their libraries, but like sort of lovely fancy like research uh, like sort of theater style kiosks. So it's <sighs> sort of like you you're it's a communal K hole. Sure. A communal internet K hole. I don't know if I like it already. Great. That, that was that. I really think it has to be so like solo. We have to incentivize people to dig. Yeah. And to to verify. Dig and verify. I don't generally trust people when they tell me a thing. Okay. That doesn't sound right, or that I don't want to believe. Okay. You know, like I want to see the source, or like I I want to hear it from yeah. someone closer to it, or. I, or I want to hear the other side. Sure. Right? But Which you're is not why gonna, I think I like self-directed. But you can't, but it's, it's not like, it's not a solo endeavor, you know what I mean? In order, like, l- learning happens in community, you know? Like, you're in a class, you're in, you know, you're, you're in community with people. Right, right. Um, and certainly but you do need, like, some solo time, but you also need to be, you know, you need to, like, read your paper at a conference, or you need to... You know, snooze, right? Well, I mean, right. absolutely. I try to focus on is a lot of people will walk into a thing sort of looking to have what they think validated. Yes, yes. 
so I guess we need a way to, to sort of like push that objectivity or push that subjectivity aside. Which is impossible, you know? which is impossible, but it's but important. to minimize it. Or to just... Or to, to focus, to, to mention it. To gain awareness of yeah. that. Yeah, right, right, right. To gain awareness. To have some agency over it. Yes, yes, to be able to How choose. How about this? The subjective agency. Oh. The SIA. <laughs> subjective. <laughs> intelligence agency. S- subjective intelligence agency. Interesting. So it's sort of like... Um, like learning about learning about your own biases. A bad title I'm thinking of is like "Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself." That is a bad title. The cozy core curriculum. Oh, I love that. So just to say that our, we're we found the core of the core curriculum, and that's so, what I think matters. Which is about source integrity. We were offered. Me and my friend Ben were offered unlimited funds to come up with some artistic endeavor to help the future and we came up with something very exciting called Source Integrity (laughs) (laughs) aka Untitled 54 (laughs) This has been awesome John I've had a really good time I've had a lot of fun Me too man A lot of fun This was so much fun Thank you you. so much Thank you Uh, Just so you know we end with a musical sound you ever? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, you ready? Together? Yeah, well, we'll do we'll do a little composition. Is the key to me and you Source integrity Source integrity Check your source John, I love you, thank you Thank you for listening to Cozy Zone, episode 54, John Marbley in Madison Square Park. You can learn more about John at jonathanmarbley.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-M-A-R-B-A-L-L-I.com. And listen to his podcast, Mad About, Mad About You, an episode-by-episode conversation about the glorious and underappreciated hit NBC sitcom, Mad About You, and the time in which it was made, the 90s, hosted by a couple of real rise guys. Be sure to facially caress our Cozy Zone internet presence. Follow me on Instagram at Ben Weber Projects. Follow me on Twitter at Cozy Zones. Find our Facebook page and like it. It's the Cozy Zone Foundation. I'd really like that. And find the true abundance of cozy zoniness at www.benweberprojects.com. Cozy Zone with Ben Weber is on iTunes, Stitcher, and all of your very favorite podcatchers. Come back next time and get nice and cozy.